yesterday you heard Ross Cochran on this show. Let me bring in the uh, founder of, uh, should I call you founder or co-founder? Because I know you like to spread the love around. I'm actually the founder, but we go. have an awesome board, and I call them our founding board. So you can call me a co-founder. All right. I'm going to call you the founder. Susan McConnell's here. And Let It Be Us is a great organization. Ross was in here yesterday talking about it. We'll give you Ross's uh, email as well if you'd like to help, because there's plenty of ways to contribute. And a nice big white button that says for WGN right on the homepage at LetItBeUs.org. But let's start again with an explanation of what Let It Be Us is, please. Let It Be Us is a nonprofit that has wild ambitions and goals on securing permanency through foster care and adoption for our children who are patiently waiting. You know a little something about foster care and adoption. I'm, I'm obsessed with foster care and adoption. I'm an expert. I'm an adoptive mother three times over, which is a very hard thing to do. Right. And uh, what made you decide that you wanted to go down that road a long time ago? My husband and I couldn't have any more children, so it was a great way to finish your family, a great way to fill your house with kids. Yeah, and then you got addicted, you wouldn't stop. Yeah, yeah. He <laughs> says, please stop. Uh, a couple of facts you need to know. Over 340,000 visitors uh, projected to go to letitbeus.org. You can make that number even bigger, 9,000 followers on social media. That's important stuff. Talk about what the coaching program. What is that that you guys do? So our coaching program is new. We have an anonymous donor and thank you by the way he's listening um, we have coaches who are experienced in foster care and adoption and uh, and we've aggregated a list of over 500 people that were in the process of coaching 28 people just since June 1st have received a foster care license and 40 people are in the process now in the world of licensing and we are not a licensing agency we partner with other agencies but in the world of licensing parents those numbers are really big they are really big and yesterday after ross was here some texts that i think you'll be pleased to hear let me give you a couple of these from the 520 such an incredibly important issue foster care and adoption across the county and the country not just in illinois thanks keep up the good work 773 I was a foster parent and an adoptive mom. It is so worth it. 815. Pride training for foster care is great. 847. Uh, question. Do you have to become enmeshed with the child's entire birth family? You can. You can have an open relationship. We have that, and it's a wonderful way, way to raise your children so they know where they came from and who loves them. Six real. You ought to be awfully proud of Ross. Well, I am. Um, so the thing that people uh, bring up all the time is uh, it's a big commitment, and I'm not sure I'm ready to do it. What do you say to people who aren't sure? Well, it's a path to parenthood if you want to adopt. It's a separate, different path to parenthood if you want to foster. Uh, These are just kids. And and a lot of people are thinking about being foster parents and being adoptive parents, and they should check us out and, and see if this is right for them. And that's why we started this coaching program, so that they can have some one on one help from an expert for free to determine if this is for them or not. And in fact, on Thursday, you have one of our coaches coming, Michelle Prickett, and she's yep. going to do a mini coaching session on your radio show. And the informational sessions that you guys have are great for families to come out, anybody to come out and to say, I got this question, I got that question. There's no stupid questions. That's right. And we have a big event coming up on Saturday, November 9th in Chicago. You can find it on our website under events. We're going to have licensing agencies there. We'll have all of our coaches there. And and it, it's open to everyone, although the seating is limited, so you should register. But these are these are large. We hold large events and small events that recruit foster and adoptive parents, and they're very successful. Sometimes I think we have to understand why we're bad at something before we can get good at something. Why does Illinois have such terrible numbers when it comes to foster kids? 
You know, Illinois doesn't want to have bad numbers when it comes to having foster parents and adoptive parents. I believe they're out there. I believe they just need tighter recruiting, and that's what we're really good at. We're here to support DCFS and the agencies that work with DCFS. So there, there's an answer here. Yeah, and the overwrought caseworkers uh, don't have time to go out and promote it. I think that's one of the reasons that Let It Be Us is so important, because you can do things uh, to let people know this is a huge need in the state, and there's no commitment to going out and getting information. No, this is a learning process. And I'll, I'll tell you, we've, we've worked really hard to create our registry, which is actually a database. We have over 700 parents that want to receive a license, and we have over 500 families that have a license. And so I'll tell you a story. In the middle of the night, our Let It Be Us phone received a phone call from an investigator in Elgin, Illinois. Okay. She had a six-year-old little boy in her office at 3.30 in the morning, and she had no home. We were able to find, within 15 minutes, five homes that were licensed and open and willing to take them. How about that? How about that? Instant emergency respite care, bang. That's recruiting. Because you have to have that database. You have to we have that go-to. the database. Us. It's accessible to everyone who works at Let It Be Us, and, and we use it all the time to solve problems like that. We got a call the other day for a 10-year-old little girl. She'd been separated from her little siblings. That's a terrible thing, but that happens sometimes when it's out of... It's just out of, no one can control that. It just happens. Right. But she was used to caring for her little siblings, and so they wanted to find a home for her where there were little kids where she could do what she did best and she could be comfortable. Well, we were able to find three homes that had little kids who had a foster care license and that was open and willing to parent her. Um, there are a million great stories. You'll hear more this week. We all, really, we urge you to go to the website, letitbs.org. We urge you to check out the Heart Gallery and see all these beautiful little faces because all these kids want what every kid wants. They just want to be loved. They want a family. Right. You know? I mean, that's that's the minimum we could uh, do. And um, it's understandable that people uh, listening and go, I'd love to do this. I just don't know if I can. That's why you need to go to one of these informational sessions. Yeah, just figure it out. Just come and check it out. It's The kids are all ages, stages, ethnicities, up to age 21. We have some kids that have gotten into college. They have nowhere to go for the holidays. We have little kids. We have sibling sets. We have children who have special needs, emotional needs, uh, or physical needs. And, um, you know, we, we just have a lot of little kids that need your help. And it's not just you being a hero by doing this. Gee, when these folks step up, they will all tell you to a person they got back ten times what they thought they were putting in. Well, uh-huh. you being a parent one of the best no things. Question. It is the best thing in the whole world you can do. Can you imagine if I didn't have four kids in my house? Right. I mean, oh. I, I love my kids. And and they love you, and they should, Mom. Uh, but as an adoptee, I can also speak from that side as well, that as an, uh, adoption is a wonderful, wonderful thing. And as you said, foster care is a nice bridge to adoption. Uh, respite care is crucial to be able to take kids in. So let's stick around. We'll come back in a second. G has uh, hardcore journalistic questions to throw at you in just a moment. Uh, first, it's 940. G saying I'm number one. I didn't know that. Susan McConnell is the founder and executive director of Let It Be Us, an organization that promotes foster care to adoption and does a wonderful job in doing it. It may be something that uh, you didn't even know was a need or didn't know existed. And that's one of the reasons we do this week uh, for the second year in a row now. We plan on continuing it to promote foster care and adoption during Adoption Awareness Month. But you need to be aware of it every day. Um, what do you want people to know that you think they don't know? Because I know you run into this all the time, where you go, "Well, there's this misconception or that misconception." What do you want? To, what do you want people to know? 
That's a good question. I think that people think these kids did something to get in this situation, and they didn't. Their parents either abandoned, abused, or neglected them. They think they all have high needs. Of course, they have special needs because they need attention. A lot of them are behind in school. Uh, a lot of them have issues that need to be addressed. But the DCFS is, has a lot of services for those parents, and there's a lot of counseling that's available and, and there's a lot of help out there. They have foster parent support specialists, which are much like our coaches, but they're further on in the process. Those are people who are available for helping anytime. Um, it's, it's the, 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 and, the, and as I said, the children are of all ages. Adoption is a possibility. People who are, you know, international adoption, the numbers are going down. Come look at this as an option. Infertility, 17% of couples have infertility issues. Come look at this as an option. It's a great opportunity to be a parent. What I'm so impressed by and surprised by, too, is that your placement of the children is so thoughtfully done. Um, For example, you found a home for a teenage girl who was pregnant and needed that support as she was going through her pregnancy. And you found a home that was right for an LGBTQ teenage girl who needed extra support because she was in the LGBTQ community. And I think for somebody listening who maybe is a part of a special community or a community that, um, you know, maybe needs a little bit more attention, it's a great way to pass that forward, too. Yeah, so uh, foster care and adoption does not discriminate. We actually don't do the placements. We actually uh, create the database of parents and then caseworkers who make the placements come to us and say, I need... uh, I need a female-run household because I have little girls or girls who have been in abusive situations. They do best in female-only households. And yeah, they need to learn if the world's okay and, and figure out a way to function. But if it wasn't for the database, they wouldn't be able exactly. to find. It's, exactly. It, the hardest part is finding people that yes. match the, the type of home that you need. Yes, and we can give them three choices, sometimes more, of the exact family they're looking for. Um, Texter, uh, my son and daughter-in-law have been foster parents for two years. Thank you for that. They would love to adopt the kids. The father is now, apparently out of nowhere, decided to fight the surrender of his parental rights. Is there an obvious next step? Uh, is that something that goes back to courts? I mean, uh, how, how do they even handle that? DCFS has people who can help with that. You know, and if, and if the child, it, if children can go back home, that's awesome. Um, and as long lot, as it's a healthy situation. Yeah, a lot of times they can't go back home. So so that's where foster care and adoption answers that quite, answers that problem. And if you can have a relationship with that father, say the father can't really parent that child, but if the father can have some type of arrangement, some type of relationship with that child, that's actually good for that child. One of the things I love about you guys at Let It Be Us is your concern is the child. Your concern is the right place for the child, finding the child a home and a family that will love him or her, or maybe them. And uh, you say it all the time. You've said it since the day I met you. Let's go. They flourish. If you, if a child grows up in foster care in Illinois, they have a 37% chance of graduating from high school. If you're adopted into a family, you have a 94% chance of graduating from high school. That changes the whole complexion of that child's life. That's gateway to college. That's a gateway to employment. That's a gateway to a better life. This audience is incredibly generous, and through the success you've had and the family that you have, maybe consider making a contribution. There's a big old white button right at letitbeus.org. But if you are a corporate type or have any interest in getting involved, uh, really on any level, but a bigger level, certainly welcome. Write a big fat check. That'd be fine. 
Uh, Ross Cochran at LetItBeUs.org would be happy to talk to you about that. But, Susan, you know how much I salute the work you do, so let me say it again. Uh, thank you. Thank you for the thank work you, you guys so, do every day. So for corporations, we have an aggregated audience of foster parents and adoptive parents that no one has aggregated. And a, a huge percentage of those followers are women. So you corporate corporate corporations that want to follow us uh you are more than welcome and and our audience we really need the funds so that we can grow that audience and ross can connect you with susan and other people but i also want to thank our board we have an amazing board we have an amazing staff yeah you do i have an administrative person that works with me every single day so that we can get 10 times as much work done as if i was alone and thank you to our anonymous donor who who started our coaching program because that's something that didn't exist, and that's something that's making a huge difference. Yeah, and stepped up big time. Well, you know you're always welcome here. Maybe we'll see you again before the end of the week, right? Thank you. Thank you, Susan. Let it be us.org.